Hi there, and welcome to the Inspired Living Podcast. I am Christy Shanks, your host, and with me today is Chanel Brown. Hey there, I'm so excited to be joining you today. Awesome, and we have a great show for you. Today we're going to be talking about burnout, and specifically we're going to be talking about how to know you are in it, how to get out, and we're going to finish with our thoughts on tips to beating burnout before it even starts. So if you don't know what it is, no worries. Chanel and I will help you out in that department. Let's get into today's show. So Chanel, what do you think burnout means in business? Um, well, for me as a, an entrepreneur and, um, and a working mom as well, I think sometimes burnout can come from both sides. You know, when you're juggling the uh the business side of things and and you know managing you know your family life burnout can just be like when you're doing too much you know (laughs) you're trying (laughs) to juggle all of these things and you know you might be really focused on your to-do list and your schedule and it's like i have to do this by then and sometimes we just keep on going and going and going and then we just literally you know crash um it can be a subtle crash like we could just be slowly crashing or it can be a blunt like you know complete crash but um that's what burnout is to me where you're just either slowly slowly crashing or you just run so fast that it's like you just crash into a wall in terms of being able to manage you know everything that you're meant to be doing for your business and personal life. Yeah, I, I completely agree. For me, um, when I, I, I I'm wanted to talk about this topic because I realized I was in burnout and it didn't hit me all at once. It was a gradual, slow thing of doing less and less every day, but knowing things needed to get done. So um, not until I stopped to read, like I really hit bottom with this burnout thing but I was like you know what I just gave up like and I know I didn't give up on my dreams or anything it was just things got hectic and I just felt like every day like well I'm not going to do that today I'm not going to do that today and before you know it you're not doing anything um yeah oh so that was um my little burnout moment but um yeah I kind of think burnout can kind of creep on you like sometimes how depression can kind of creep on mm-hmm. you on you i know they're totally not the same thing but sometimes you don't even realize you're depressed right you're just doing different things kind of differently and um and you're not really yourself and i think sometimes burnout can can be like that too when i was just explaining you know you could be having a slow burnout <laughs> or yeah. you're crashed like it can happen in different ways and like you just said Maybe you, you know, you set goals for yourself and um, you notice that, like you said, you start procrastinating on some of those or just doing things like it just all gets a little bit overwhelming and too much. And so then we just start to kind of just use different ways to kind of avoid Mm -hmm. having to work on those things that we're meant to work on because we're kind of overwhelmed yeah really yeah absolutely because I I, like I said for me it was like 
At one point, I can recall staying up till 1 or 2 a.m. and then getting up to go to work at, you know, my regular job at 4.35 a.m. and didn't even phase me at all. And then it just became to this point where I didn't even touch my laptop for a week. And that was unheard of, you know. So for me, it was just recognizing it first, you know, and it's like, what is going on here? I love the, I still love um, the idea of doing this business full time. So I know it's not that. So what is it? So, you know, that was um, a wake up for me. But th- there was really no one surefire way for me to know I was in burnout. But do you think that there were things that maybe I missed along the way that maybe I could have, you know, stopped myself before I got that far of just not touching my business, you know, the way I should have? Or what do you think? Um, Well, I think as um, entrepreneurs or people who work from home, if you're not like in a kind of office environment, I mean, for your business, um, it's easy for us to kind of go into our, in our shell, in our cocoon, um, not talk about our business with anybody or not share the things we're meant to be doing or that we haven't got done yet because it's just us, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, so it's easy to kind of uh, go in inside your shell. Uh, What, you know, we we could need is like accountability partners. Mm Mm-hmm. But then again, it's like you have to show up for it. Do you know what I mean? Um, that's why burnout is such a it's such an interesting topic because it's easy to get into, and um, unless you are kind of aware, self aware, and, and look within yourself, then it's kind of hard to know. Hey, I'm in burn. I've just like hit this this space, and I'm yeah. burnt. I need to figure out how to dig myself out. So I think that um, if we consistently try and look for like an accountability partner, some kind of online group, um, something where there's a slight social element to our business, mm-hmm. because they'll be like, oh, okay, uh, Christy normally checks in every Tuesday and she hasn't this Tuesday. So that could be somebody on the outside, you know, sending you an email or sending you a WhatsApp to say, hey, hope everything's okay um I know you were going to be working on this this week and I haven't heard from you you know that's why I that's think a good idea I love that yeah I think in the workplace we get things done um because there's somebody kind of over you asking you um have you got this report done or have you done this have you done that so they're over you so it kind of pushes you and forces you to do it you can't go in a cocoon there because you won't be paid and you would have to be asked to leave. Like you said, like when you're on the job, it's pretty noticeable. You have people who kind of are trained, your supervisors and things like that, who will notice a decline in your work or something yeah. like that. But when you're doing this for yourself, there, like you said, there's really no one to push you along the way if you don't have that circle or someone to check in. So, yeah, that's, that's really um, key. Um, to yeah, have. it's like where we are when you're an entrepreneur or just starting out in business. 
you are everything in your business. You know, you're, you are your own HR person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, exactly. Um, so that can be tough. So that's why I think having the right kind of um, online group or even when I say online, I mean like in terms of social media or even even more personal, like, you know, um, group chat type of groups um, to just hold you accountable and, and just to check in with also. So. Yeah. Do you, do you in, in your coaching business, do you find that um, most people, I mean, can you be in burnout before you even start the business, you think? Or is it something that people will experience once they're in it and they, they hit a roadblock? Or, or can burnout happen at any point or any stage of your business? I don't think that burnout can happen before you start. I think what happens before you start is like fear. Mm -hmm. And that fear can lead to procrastination as well. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to start the business. Um, they might be like, oh, it's September. I might as well just start in the new year. And then we find all sorts of excuses to like, to like back up our reasoning as to why we need to, you know, delay and just mm -hmm. to back up kind of fearful thoughts mm -hmm. uh, before you start it's more if there's you know something preventing you from starting I think it's more to do with like fear than anything um, and also the feeling of being overwhelmed which is again another reason why you do get burnout so um, but then I think from when you start the time period in which you can get it, it depends on how much you're working. Like you said, you was, you're working a you know full-time job and doing your business in the evenings and nights. Like, and if you're doing that, and that's just the working side, that's not even your personal life. Exactly. Yeah. So if you're doing all of that, like say if you're doing it every day for a month, I can see how you can get burnout pretty quickly in that space. It just depends on how much time and like, uh, that you're investing, you know, in your business. And um, it's just something to be mindful of. And mm -hmm. in the kind of, uh, I'm actually writing a blog post about this now because I took a break from Instagram over the summer. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think, I guess it was a form of burnout. It wasn't like, it wasn't that intense. I was just a little bit, I don't know what the word is, just a little bit over it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I took a break from Instagram just because I was a little bit over it. And I think it's, a, it's on Instagram or online, you kind of get this kind of, I call it like a kind of fake entrepreneurial guide to life. Like, you know, you can sleep when you're dead, hustle all day, like whatever the little sayings or the memes will be, mm -hmm. you know, and it can get to us. It's like when you see a, an image of like a model or a celebrity and we're like, oh, they look really great, but they've had all this, this like, they're not even real, basically. They've yeah. had a Photoshop and airbrushing and this and that. It's like, don't let what you see online create this false perception that you have to go extra super hard because sometimes those people they have helping hands they might have assistants they might have nannies they might have all these different things that you don't see so don't think that you have to keep up with an image that's online 
yes, you can use those people as like inspiration. Yeah. Um, motivation, but don't use it as like a specific like guideline as to how you need to do it. Yeah, and I think honestly, that was part of my demise. And and I'm a mindset a mentor. I'm a, I'm a person who understands that, you know, be your authentic and true self, um, you know, your confidence, push past the fear. I get all of that. And it is something that I truly believe. But you do, we still have, I'm human. So you look at the people with, you know, these tons of thousands of followers and they're making all this money and they're telling you like, I don't care what, what you're going through, then you just do the work. And it, yeah. it just becomes like this heavy burden because then you start to feel inadequate. Like, oh my gosh, I'm not doing enough. I'm never going to be able to quit my job to pursue this full time. So you go into this circle of, I'm not touching that today because I'm not going to get, it's not going to get me any closer, any quicker because I'm tired, you know? So you just have to, you know, like you said, be real about it. Understand that that those people don't, are not living your life. Like they, yeah, they're not living living their life. Like it's easy to, um, it's just easy to kind of follow people. I guess that's why mm-hmm. Instagram is easy to follow people. And, and I think um, a lot of reality celebrities or celebrities in general, when they're like in interviews or documentary, will just say, well, it's social media. We put up there what we want you to see. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And I take that rule of thumb across everybody. Um, so even the business, uh, people on instagram or whatever you want to call them business gurus they put up they curate their content they put up what they want you to see uh in order to um back up the image that they're trying to portray or sell you right and that's a little bit while i got i was a little bit over instagram it's like i know it is that's what it is being in marketing can be a little bit hard sometimes because I live and breathe online marketing, so I don't necessarily want to be in it all the time because yeah, I think I get a little. Well, bit and that was me. It was almost like <clears throat> I think what what really tipped me off into um, really recognizing that I was dealing with some something out of the norm for me as far as being in burnout was I started to doubt myself and like every little negative thing. I would take it to heart. like yeah. it, And it kind of piles on top. So it's like yeah. that one added on top of that one and everything can just start to seem negative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what was happening. So I'm so grateful that I do know um, and have, you know, the countless hours of things that we've studied, you know, over the years about yeah. personal development and to have that foundation because I can say that I I can I can recall whenever I started to slip, you know, Um, and now that I'm aware and I can look back at that, I won't let myself go back there again. So, you know, it's kind of like I wanted to discuss this topic today to help someone who may see themselves in what we're sharing and can kind of recognize it and begin to kind of pull away um, or figure out what to do differently. Yeah. Um, so what, what do you think if someone is currently maybe approaching it or 
feel like there's no way to pull out of this, what would you say we could have them do? I think we touched on maybe having an accountability partner, but is there any other tips that you could give to our listeners? Um, just kind of a recap of what does burnout look and feel like um, and things that maybe they can do um, to bring them back into focus of the big picture. Uh, yeah. My first step would be to slow down. It sounds weird. But the first thing to do is just slow down, have a look at um, at what you've done, like your schedule and how you've been doing things. Have a look at what you've done and see where you can alter things um, to pay off for you more, you know, because you the the thing with burnout is going to be the time that you're putting into things it's going to be physically draining you and it could be mentally draining you as well and especially if you're not seeing the results that you think that you should be seeing then it's going to add to it too so i would um slow down take stock of the things that you've done say for example if you are trying to build up your instagram following for your business um have a look at what you've been doing. Have you been um, physically posting every day? Is that draining you out because you feel like you need to create content every day, post every day? If that hasn't been working for you, then stop and think, okay, maybe what other ways are there in which I could do this that could be better for me? Have a little Google research. Um, and you know, you could come up with ways like, for example, okay, maybe if I spent two blocks of hours like on a Sunday or something and created all my content for the week and scheduled it throughout the week rather than trying to be there and doing something on the spot every day, that could take some of the pressure off of you. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so you just have to, the best thing to do is just stop, slow down, See what you've been doing and then think about ways in which you can change what you're doing to help you, to benefit you more. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, I couldn't, I can't tell you how many times I'm, I've, I've counted my blessings for having you, Chanel, as my accountability um, partner, um, checking in with me because but I think even I was able to kind of keep it from you. I don't think you know, I didn't purposely try to keep it from you, but it was just like, you know, sometimes when you would check in, I would be like, oh gosh, I don't really have anything that I've done. And I knew that I could have, but I just, you know, I just. That's part of it as well. That's like, you know, say if you're meant to be on a diet and you've eaten like cake and then you're <laughs> with a text partner, it's like, so how's everything going? You're going to be like, I'm not answering this text message. <laughs> There's two things that can happen. I can lie. <laughs> I can exactly. Off. And I don't want to get told off and I don't want to lie. So I'm not going to answer. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So. I wanted to eat cake yesterday. <laughs> yes. That is, and that was, that was so, and, and I replay these things in my mind and I just chuckled just like we just did. It's just like, yeah, I was definitely burned out. And so now it feels good because clearly I'm, you know, recording this podcast. And what I did too, here's a tip that I will give some of you who maybe are in the same shoes as me that are working full time. 
So what I was doing was creating content like a week at a time and trying to post it um, the day before or the day after I created it. And when things start happening in life and you can't keep that consistency up, mm-hmm. it, it drains you. So what I've done in the last month or so is taking myself away and I still post on Instagram, but just definitely not any meaty type of content. It's just kind of, you know, little things here and there. But what I've done is I've taken a step back to say, okay, so let's create about a couple months worth of content. Let's record some podcasts to kind of stay ahead of the curve. Um, And it gives me peace knowing that it's kind of like our savings account. You know, it's like, well, I have this money stashed away. So if I need it, I can pull it out. So, you know, so my content will still be current. But if I run out of something, I have a little stash to the side where it's like, well, let me pull this out. So those are some things that I'm doing. And if you're listening and you're kind of in that, you know, in that space of, oh, my gosh, how am I going to get it done? Take an hour a day if you need to. And just even if it's enough to type one blog post, um, that'll be enough, you know, to sustain you or something like that. But don't try to do 10 blog posts in one day off. That's it's just not it's not going to work. You're going to have to do a little bit every day. And I think that's also what I was doing. I was relying on my every other Friday off to be the day to do a lot of things. Well, I get every other Friday off to do other things. And so it still was falling by the wayside. So you're going to have to set aside that little bit of time to dedicate. And um, Chanel has suggested to me before, take 15, 20 minutes on your lunch break to strategize. Then when you get home, when you have that hour, you just sit down and crank it out. Like it, it makes, it sounds simple, but it makes so much sense, guys. So, um, I think it make all the difference. Uh, and there's one thing that I think could help people. Um, so again, with the kind of online world, or if you're, even if you're into like, um, personal development, it's very goals focused and I'm huge on goals. I'm really big on goals because I, I really believe using them, you can, um, you can achieve what you want to do. But in terms of being in a stage of burnout or even how to prevent burnout, mm-hmm. uh, stop and re- reassess your goals. Like, uh, for example, if you have a really, really bus- busy schedule and uh, but you're still saying, okay, I can do four blog posts this month, um, but realistically you really can only probably do two mm-hmm. write down two and aim for two aim for you know one every two weeks more so one every week why because if the deadline goes by that one week and you haven't done it it's gonna make you feel like not doing any of them whatsoever because mm-hmm. you're in burnout and you're already feeling like defeated mm-hmm. so I'm all for goals, but if you're feeling a you know burnout and if you're not feeling in that you know sometimes it's a period of the year and we're feeling like we've got all this energy and we're getting so much accomplished again, that's probably what leads us to get to the burnout phase, but if you're in that phase, it's okay to just be like, "Okay, you know, I was thinking four, and I have been doing four, but i I'm just not going to be able to get to that in these next couple of months. Let me scale it back down to two, mhm. Yeah. 
that really helped me because it's, it's, that it's, none and I don't want you to get to the point where oh that goal of getting that blog post out by Friday's come and gone and then you just don't do the next one or the next one or the next one and then it's just going to all come crashing down so it's better to do less mm -hmm. than to do none at all so yep I agree I think that's that's been a lifesaver for me so so we have um, talked about burnout pretty thoroughly, <laughs> um, but if, if you have any other questions and you're listening right now, um, you know, we will be around and available to discuss this in more detail for you um, just by reaching out to us on our uh, social media platforms or um, sending us an email. Um, and Chanel, uh, what's the best way to reach you? Well, I am usually on Twitter these days, as, as I've discussed a little bit over Instagram. But mm -hmm. uh, you can catch me on Twitter at Women for Change, W O M E N F O R C H A N G E. Um, yeah, that's the best way to, to catch me. You can message me or DM. Awesome. <laughs> Anything else you wanted to add, Janelle? Um, just, just to add that um, burnout is totally normal. It happens to the smallest and the biggest entrepreneurs um, out there that you can think of. Um, and if you are in a stage of burnout, you know, do your Google. Google a few things and see how some other people have overcome um, their burnout because there may be something specific to you and what you're going through that we haven't covered here mm -hmm. so I use this as like a a push to kind of do a little bit more research to figure out okay this person went through this which is similar to me and mm -hmm. just to get through it yeah. um do your googles and see how how you can get through it because you can get through it you 100% can and we all go through uh, different phases during the year um and you you know you can't be a hundred percent on top of your game you know all the time like a small little, uh, little note would be that when Beyonce was uh, pregnant with her first baby Blue and she really pushed herself I think she had her baby in January and then she really pushed herself to do this like big show by like March or April and this time round, she was like, I will never do that ever, ever, ever again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not worth putting me through all the, like, stress and everything of just doing that. So that's a note for overachievers. Like, and Beyonce is known to be a huge, like, overachiever and perfectionist. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we do push ourselves pretty beyond our limits. So it's okay to know that, if you are, you know, experiencing that burnout period, you can get through it, and it's okay. Yeah. You're in yeah. it too, because you just use um, use the tools to get out of it. Yeah, well, I appreciate you so so much, and I just wanted to kind of touch on. We talked a lot about, you know, how you know you're in it. Um, I mean, and how to get out of it. But just mm -hmm. real quick, I wanted to just um, kind of remind you what burnout is and what it will look and feel like. Um, so you will recognize it. So when you feel that you're getting stressed consistently, things start jumbling up in your mind, you're lacking focus, and you start viewing your dreams as a burden, 
you, my friend, are probably in the midst of burnout. Um, so we hope these tips today helped you um, in some way. Um, and if it did, you know, don't keep it to yourself. <laughs> Share this podcast with someone. Subscribe. Uh, leave a review. And please tell your friends to tune in, too. We're going to have more of these um, types of topics for you. Um, coming up and um, specifically on the next Inspired Living podcast, we're going to be talking about 10, 10 tips for starting a perfect day. So until next time, I thank you guys so much. Thank you so, so much, Chanel, as always. And uh, yeah, to my audience, um, remember to live inspired. Okay. <laughs>